1: Clap, clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shure Parks and Kyle Newbeck.
0: Here they come. As we started with, 6-0 on the home stand, now. One more game at home before they go to New York on Christmas Day. Talk about that game in a little bit. Then they have Washington. I mean, I, I've asked you this on the last few pods, but it feels like it's a question that continues worth asking because I'll be honest from, from my opinion on this. The first pod we did, I said the window was closed on this on this team. And that was, you know, reactionary, which I love to do. The six straight wins, I don't know. I'll be honest. I think I'm probably in the, the, the majority of the fan base, which is show me when it matters. I don't buy in. I'm contemplating letting myself buy in. I think that you're seeing the, the pieces really fit together. I think Embiid has played a lot better. Obviously, Toby's a big part of it. The role players have been good. Harden, I think, is finding a nice role. I'm starting to to allow myself to believe a little bit. do you think this six and0 run am I being foolish there? am I just getting caught up in the moment? Is it the the Christmas season or lack thereof like what do you do you are you starting to say okay this is the beginning of a team that could do something
1: so I we can use this to segue into our uh, headline of the podcast which nice. is power ranking the uh, the conference i I look at it the same way that I do Brooklyn's run of forum that they're in they have been really good in terms of their record and they're beating up on some teams. They had some great individual outings, but the schedule still is what it is. Like we can't say, Oh, they beat Detroit in mid December or late December. Mm -hmm. And that means all of a sudden they're back on track. They beat Charlotte. Oh man, they're, they're putting it together. Like I, I do want to see how they look against better teams i do think though that they've shown a level of night-to-night professionalism which was something that we've hammered them on a lot it's like look you have to go out there and take care of business and and stop acting entitled that you're just going to waltz into wins like they have mostly taken these games seriously in spite of the fact that these are not exactly circle the calendar games that they've been playing and so you don't i'm i'm not detracting or taking away from them because they're winning against bad teams. Like it's good that they're doing this. It's good that they've been a better offensive team with Harden, a better overall defensive team over the last, we'll say, month and a half or so. But I'm not ready to say, yeah, this is the team we thought they might be this year because they beat these teams. The same way, like, yeah. And when we get to these power rankings, I'm not ready to say the Nets are back and the Nets are the a contending team. Because they've mostly beaten up on a bunch of bad teams, right? yeah. So yes, they've they've got they've turned the ship around and they look more competent. But we can slow our roll on who we think they are.
0: So I think we're going to be on the same page with the Nets. I have a pretty strong opinion of them, but I, I I think you'll agree when we get there. The one thing I'll say before we start to rank them, and you know, we'll talk about how we did power rankings in general because I do mine a little different, which could be interesting to get your take on it. But okay. the reason the reason I think I, I'm starting to believe in the Sixers more is because early on in the year, and we talked about this, the lack of reps they were getting together, all those things. Now, I think it's a weak excuse, but the excuse is what it is. I think they're starting to actually look like a team where I can see how it works against good teams. Embiid's the center of it. If he's passing it well, then you feel comfortable about him running through the offense. James has done a good job getting involved, and he's been better as a scorer. I know the three-point shooting in a few games has still been off, but he's been better as a scorer. Toby's playing at a high level. We talked about how much better they've been with Melton. What I see is a team that if Maxi can come back and be a perimeter threat for them, someone that not only can make threes, but somebody that they can swing it to and attack the basket, When maybe Harden's off or Embiid's off, you see the beginning parts of a team that even against a great team, at least knows who they are, at least knows what they want to do, knows how they can run through, through Joel. So I'll, I agree with you. I still think there are teams that are better than them in the East, but if we did this power rankings at the beginning, to me, they looked like a disjointed, poorly coached, not great effort, didn't know what they were doing. I think at least the pieces are starting to come together. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. member FDSC. Yeah. And
1: I, I tend to agree with that. I do think, you know, I want to see what Joel looks like when he's getting double teamed by teams that aren't just sending it immediately and he has to actually make on the fly decisions. Like it, it it makes it almost automatic. When if, if a team sends an immediate double, that's not a hard decision for Joel to make, right? Like ball hits his hands. Two guys are there. He swings the ball open three. Boom. When it's like Boston has historically delayed their doubles more and they'll send late pressure and they'll wait until he puts the ball on the floor and then they're coming at him. And that leads to sloppy ball handling and bad passes and all kinds of chaos. And so I do want to see what he looks like against better defenses and better teams, but I agree with you. I think it's been encouraging to see him embrace more and the team around him by extension mm-hmm. embrace more of this style where he is the hub of the offense and it does get to run through him around the elbows and you know James has still been able to be productive and impactful in spite of that. Um so yeah, I like I, I I'm not trying to diminish what they've done. It's still a 6 and 0 home stand so far could be 7 and 0 if they're able to beat the Clippers. That's obviously very good and they're doing the work they need to do now in the standings to, uh, if you look at the standings right now, they are only, I think three games back of Boston. So like that's a pretty huge accomplishment when you consider how we were talking about Boston to start the year. Some of that speaks to Boston struggling lately, but the Sixers are making up ground. They're getting closer to the top of the conference and, Ultimately, that's all you can ask for for a team that's still trying to figure things out.
0: So you're around the team every day. Um, Do you notice a difference in them between before this winning streak and after? Do you feel like they're more confident? Do they seem like they feel like they're clicking? I mean, any differences for for people that you'd want them to know for people that don't get to be around the team?
1: I mean, Joel has said this recently and I tend to agree with him. I don't think the vibes were ever that bad internally. Like there was a lot of smiling and laughing and you know joking around and laughing right. in the locker room not necessarily after losses but certainly during periods where they weren't performing as well as people expected them to so it, it never seemed like there was this crushing weight on them that they started slow and the sky's falling everything sucks like certainly we did some of that on the outside the fan base whoever but i i think they have stayed relatively steady um and i so that's now reflected in I don't think they're getting too high on their own supply now that they're (laughs) now that they're actually winning games so I I think not much has changed on that front but I think that's a good thing I think they're they're trying to not get too high and not go too low when they're down so I I think that's how you survive an 82 game
0: season without you know totally losing your mind I also think it's good that when Harden came back, I think there were discussions about how will they work together. Joel was playing so well without him. I think that it wouldn't have like combusted if he came back and didn't play well. But it did feel there were maybe at a point where if he came back and it didn't go well, Joel you know snipes at him uh, in the media again. So from a vibe perspective, it's good to hear that. And I think it's especially good with Harden coming back and playing pretty consistently with Joel now. I mean, before I think they were two and five with Joel and Harden or, or something like that. So they've, I'm pretty sure Harden's played at all these games. So, you know, 6-0 and oh now off of that. I just think it's good to see them playing together because I do think that could have been a combustible situation. Yeah, for sure.